Welcome to the Lifelinks Podcast, all you sassy Latinas. This is where you come to hear stories that resonate with you, help you discover your true cultural identity, tossing off the need to fit in, and standing out with your authenticity, because that is your superpower. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, and also the creator of this content. If there's anything you'd like to share, please reach out to us on our Instagram social media at lifelinks, that's L-N-X-X, or through our website at thelinks.com. Of course, come here for some love and chat sessions with our fab guests from the comunidad. Sit back, have your cafecito, maybe some vino, whatever you like, we are bringing the sisterhood to you. Hola, chicas. Welcome to the Lifelinks podcast to celebrate our journeys that brought us here to the U.S. and help us find our way back to our heritage homes of our ancestors. I'm your host, Consuelo Crosby, coming to you on this first Wednesday in May, a month that I always associate with powerful yet gentle women. And that is exactly who we have lined up for you this month, starting with today. This month is filled with women whose innate personality is warrior-esque for Latinas, yet manifests in also bringing forth their beauty and healing. Today's guest is Melissa Polanco, Latina founder of Ring of Color Beauty brand that celebrates all beauty by accentuating natural essence. Her empathy runs deep, and it's her own life experiences that navigates her entrepreneurial side to create that space for others to discover self-love. Melissa's journey is truly spectacular. Her intelligent curiosity led her from lions to collegiates to lipstick on an epic discovery of self-esteem. So stay with us as she shares the compassionate purpose of her Ring of Color brand and a special discount code for our listeners to purchase their favorite lip products so they can walk out and be their best self. It's truly a love, love episode today. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm excited. Thank you for reaching out through the We All Grow platform and seeing the podcast because I had missed you. And I've always wanted to speak with a woman with a cosmetic company, a cosmetic knowledge, because I'm not very good at this. <laughs> and so I have a lot to learn. I'm eager to know more about your knowledge, your business, how you got started. First, let's start off with sharing your ancestry, your heritage. Yeah. Yeah, so my parents are Dominican, and I was raised in the Dominican Republic, and I was there until I was 18, and then I moved back here to the States. But I always say that I'm Dominican wherever I go. Of course you are. You moved here when you were 18. That's a big difference. Yeah, yeah. How was it for you coming at 18? Because that's um, that could either be a, okay, I got this, I know who I am, or that could be a... I don't even know what's up now. Mm -hmm. How was it for you? I mean, it was a little bit of a, I mean, I guess not a little, but a big change. But yeah, I already knew the language. I was familiar with the language, but it was just more like getting used to the culture or, you know, because I just came th uh, straight out of high school. So I know high school is so different here than it is back in the DR. 
trying to get comfortable with that space and environment and being comfortable with speaking the language. And again, even though I had knowledge of it, but you still feel a little bit self-conscious, you know, because sometimes you have like words that you don't say right or pronounce right. And then you get a little in, in your head, but it took a little bit getting used to. <laughs> How did you make that shift into the culture? I came for college, basically, because I finished mm -hmm. my school back home. But I came and I started taking some ESL courses, um, even though I already was knowledgeable about the language. I still wanted to get used to the environment of being in a college setting here in the States. So that's what I started doing. And there was people that were in the same situation as I was, you know, and they were different ages, different backgrounds. And but still, what the one thing that we all had in common was that that English was not our first language and we all came from many different areas. So I was able to get used to the environment, but also make friends and just share our experiences and our struggles. And that actually did help you being able to have some sort of a community, you know? That's brilliant. I never thought about that. That is brilliant because you're creating your own diverse community that makes you feel, quote unquote, at home mm -hmm. because you're experiencing the journey yeah. together. Yeah. When you were in college, mm -hmm. what did you see as your vision then? Mm -hmm. What were you studying? Well, I've always wanted to work with like in the TV industry, like I wanted to be a TV producer or I just wanted TV because I watch TV all the time. So I think in my head back then, I thought like, why not just be a TV producer? But really, I don't know what that entail at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, so <laughs> I took like, you know, I, I major in it. Like I knew where I needed to transfer because I was at a community college. So I would just take like general courses and then um, but the more I thought about it and the more I was like internalizing my own personality because I am introverted in some ways, I guess, but I am introverted. And one of the things I was fearful of is like talking in front of people and taking speaking classes and uh, where you do presentations in front of like a bunch of people and communications was the major I had to go through. I just saw that and I just said nope <laughs> I don't want to do this uh, so I changed as a college student you're gonna change throughout your courses like what do you really want to do at the end of the day so I went from tv producer to architectural <laughs> to uh, but then I ended up settling for vet school I wanted to go to vet school wow so that's I finished my associates in science and then I transferred to Michigan State and did my bachelor's in zoology. I volunteer at a local clinic over in that Lansing, Michigan area. And I said, okay, let me first be a vet tech and then go to vet school because it's hard to get into vet schools. Like Michigan yeah. State has a really good vet school. I honestly struggle being there by myself because it's a big school. General classes are 500 students in one class. It's insane. Wow. And oh my God. Yeah. And then, um, but I finished my bachelor's. My grades were not the best, but I passed. And because my grades were not the best, then, you know, I'm not going to get into vet school. I'm fascinated. <laughs> like, I have to keep shutting my jaw because I'm like, zoology. And yeah, because at one point I wanted to be a zoologist. And then they were talking about how dangerous this 
being a zoologist is. And I never really thought about it that way because you are in charge of a lion. Like that's your lion, you know? I really didn't think about that. I finished my major, but I took a year off and then I went back to uh, the community college where I went to and, and got a job in the summer. And I was in the housing area and I worked there for a long time doing different things. And I just fell in love with college again. And I fell in love with college students because I could relate to them in some ways. And I just mm -hmm. fell in love and wanting to help college students. Mm -hmm. So then I went back to school, to grad school, and then to do my master's in college counseling. So that's oh. my that's my background now. But I love I love working with college students. Oh, fantastic! Mm -hmm. So you went from lions to yeah. college students. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, you have an amazing array of intelligence. But you have like that's the emotional intelligence in dealing with college yeah, students yeah. and. But zoology, that's an insane amount of science, I'm guessing. Wow. Oh, you should be so proud of yourself. This is an amazing story. I love it. <laughs> I am proud of my... <laughs> wow. So you're in counseling, you're in the college, you're still working in academia. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. There is something still simmering in you, yeah. the entrepreneurial sense, yeah. the wanting to start something on your own. Where did that come from how did that all begin yeah so i got into youtube and then i got into watching like a lot of makeup tutorials and i just got into that whole thing and then i just learned how to do my own makeup and all this stuff and then my mom has always been an entrepreneur herself and like she doesn't have like a brick and mortar or anything like that but back home like she would always find a way to like sell something you know like it just be her own entrepreneurial and yeah. i just got that from her and I started to notice that there was like not a lot of girls or women that look like me when you will look at beauty brands. So I started to talk to my sister about it. And then about five years ago, then we created what was back then LSE Cosmetics. And that's how we got into makeup. And we just wanted to create a brand that, you know, shows women that look like us and shows women of color in a higher position in the beauty industry and just make a change because... You know, now it's getting better, but before when we started, like there was not a lot of brands out there that are owned by Latina women or even women of color. So that's how it just sparked that in me wanting to have people that can relate to me. Because if I, if I was feeling that way, that means somebody else was feeling that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So you started with this curiosity on your own of, let me see about doing my own makeup. Yeah. But then it seems to have fed a very, again, you're very compassionate for people of, wanting to both represent and help mm -hmm. yeah at the same time yeah i pride myself in being able to be empathetic and show kindness to people because this is a way that i want to be treated i want to do the same for other people and even thinking back when i came here and i was a student and all the struggles that i went through i got help i wanted to provide the same help which is why, you know, I started to do that counseling. But then with the beauty side of it, it was, it's the same thing, you know, like you're trying to elevate other women who doesn't, they don't feel confident enough in them. And I myself struggle with confidence. And even till this day, sometimes there's things that I still struggle with, but I wanted to be able to share that and have people relate to that because I know I'm not the only one. I've never heard someone in ownership or representation of a beauty brand speak this way. 
Because the products usually are all about making you look an acceptable way, a way society expects you to, you know, like anti-wrinkle or collagen implants. It's always about hitting that expectation rather than in a way that wants women to feel good about themselves from their natural point of view. You're wanting women to accentuate and feel good about themselves without any definition of what that is. That's so beautiful. How do you see makeup assisting women in their confidence? Because speaking for myself, I go in and out of that Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm more present when I'm wearing makeup. And if I'm not feeling very good on my self-esteem or confidence, I won't wear makeup Mm -hmm. because I I don't want to draw the eye. Is there something to that? Yeah, I think so. I always said that makeup means different things from many different people so sometimes you know there's people that say like oh you don't need to wear makeup to make yourself look you know beautiful whatever Mm -hmm. but again it's because you have to have a good relationship with makeup and know what makeup is and what makeup does because some people use it to beautify themselves and just be like all glam and stuff and then but sometimes you just want to be all natural and not wear anything and that's also good but again That's just the relationship that you have with what makeup is. So to me, makeup is something that would enhance what you already have. It's not to hide anything because I used to hide my uh, little thing over here. Um, And then I learned to love it. And I always say I learned it through the power of color because I would cover it, but not anymore. Now I just embrace it. Enhance what you already have. And if you don't feel like wearing anything today, don't wear anything today that's fine you just work on your skincare you know just so you can feel good about yourself and that's going to elevate you and it's going to make you feel more confident even if your skin is just glowing with no color on it still that's going to help with your confidence so that's my relationship with it yeah i like that i like the description the relationship with the makeup and why you're wearing it i never wore a lot of makeup i was more of a Tomboy. I don't know if you're not supposed to yeah, say that now, no. but as a <laughs> as a teenager, as I guess in my twenties, I tried to. But you know, I came from the era of, of like blue eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were <laughs> <laughs> that was my learning curve. Mm-hmm. Blue eyeshadow <laughs> in the U.S. But my mom, my mom would never, you know, she would never that. But she always had a very specific look. Mm-hmm. And I, I I saw that more as a cultural look for me because mm-hmm. she had very specific with her eyebrows and with her lip color and uh, with her eyes, especially, mm-hmm. the, you know, the way she would do her, her eyeshadow and her mascara. So I associated it as a um, cultural. She's coming from Peru in her generation. There was a, a very glam look mm-hmm. that I didn't relate to. And I didn't, ever find a transfer mm-hmm. into what would be a different version, like you say, more of a your relationship to bring out your own features yeah. rather than that glam look. Yeah. Yeah. So your company, Ring of Color, mm-hmm. speaks to that then. You say power through color. Mm-hmm. Can you speak more on that? Yeah. So one of my goals is that I hope to achieve one day. It's to embrace you know your uniqueness and for people to relate to other people you know that they're not alone they also have that same thinking a way of thought that oh i don't feel seen in the beauty industry 
Um, so my goal was to have a brand that celebrates diversity, empowers other women or other people, and just celebrate the power of color and how we're all connected in like this circle because we're all we're a community. Like regardless of where you come from, your background, your ethnicity, your like all of that, that's color. You know, like it's just like a celebration of color and just being able to relate to that and find other people that are, you know, they're kind of like you, then that's the goal just to celebrate the beauty and diversity. Oh, I love it. Yes. Celebrate the diversity. And your products are focusing on lips Mm -hmm. specifically, Mm -hmm. which again, very last place I go. (laughs) Personally, I feel like here, and I don't know if it's different or if it's just my point of view, but I feel like putting lip color really translate as something specific in the like American culture versus the Latina Hispanic culture. Mm -hmm. They mean two different things. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with that. Even with like the shade color option that you go to, like if you think of like red lipstick, you know, like some people think red lipstick is vulgar, you know, (laughs) or like the way when Mm -hmm. you use it, you're not allowed to use it at work because it brings too much attention to you, like things like that. And honestly, yes, like I've seen that in the past, I think in my, I probably would think the same, you know, back then. But I think now that I know more about things and like, it's not true, (laughs) you know, like it's just red, red is just the color. And then bold colors, even when you wear them, they just make you feel different. There's a difference between cultures and stuff. And nowadays, like how the beauty industry changes and how the style changes is always evolving and and people are more accepting on boldness. It's just how time changes. Yeah, I hear you. So I, I see that, again, the benefit and the beauty, literal beauty of infusing diversity into these Otherwise, historically male Mm -hmm. companies, Mm -hmm. male owned, male decision maker companies and their relationship with how they want women to wear makeup and color versus the women of color and what it means to them and their relationship. So we're breaking that. Mm -hmm. You're breaking that by having companies say, no, 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 Mm -hmm. We're, we're redefining this in our own words and for our own selves. There's the power of your company, of women of color owning cosmetic companies. I'm excited about all of this. (laughs) Tell us about the products then, because you're focusing on lip color. Mm -hmm. But there's also, again, learning from your website, rigofcolor.com, learning that there's also different products beyond just shades. There's different products for the lips. Mm -hmm. What is that array that you have and what's the purpose of having these different types? So, yeah, so, you know, there's different types of lip products. And one, I emphasize on lips because I'm obsessed with lip products. So that's why I started it. (laughs) But also, um, (laughs) when you look at somebody, if they're wearing makeup or they're not wearing makeup, I think you always focus either on um, the eyes, but mainly you focus Mm -hmm. on the lips. So that's why... I wanted to do just start up with like lips for ring up color specifically. There's many different lip products because a lot of people sometimes, well, I don't want to wear a specific, you know, bold lipstick. I just want to wear something sheer. Like a lot of people have many different tastes. So 
we have Malika lipsticks, and then we also have lip lacquers, and then we have lip glosses, and then lip liners and lip oils. So for some of them that don't want to wear a opaque color, then they have the option of wearing something more sheer. So that way you see a little bit of shiny to your lips, but it's not as opaque. So that way, you know, mm. you don't want to wear that. Or if you just want to wear, just be all natural and do your own skincare and then just protect your lips and you have the lip oil. It gives you a little bit of shine, but it's also protecting your lips. So it's whatever you feel in that day and whatever you just want to portray mm -hmm. that day and then do you think that for yourself you're, you love the lip products you love the lip color i'm speaking to that hesitation you had in college and moving into this society is this something that makes you feel more confident when you portray mm -hmm. yourself you go out into the world mm -hmm. yeah this mm -hmm. is like how i feel in the day and mm -hmm. it just makes me feel more empowered in some ways i use my brand but i also use other brands right so like if you look into my makeup drawer all you're gonna see is lip products like that is uh -uh. all that's all i have you know i have other things but but uh, yeah. mainly that's what i tend to gravitate towards when i'm purchasing makeup you spoke of women of color coming into ownership of cosmetic brands and products do you know or can you share of other women-owned products that um, you enjoy in that mm -hmm. makeup drawer you have? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So ever since I um, I dwelled into the entrepreneurial world and then in the beauty industry, I started connecting and networking with other women in the beauty industry with that own indie beauty brands. Um, so I'm, now I am more intentional when I buy products. Where is my money going to? Um, before, yeah. I didn't really care because I didn't really know anything about anything. Now I know. So, yeah. So, there are brands that I love. Like, there is um, Okoa Beauty. And they have just, like, shampoo and conditioner for, like, wavy, curly hair. Um, and I love them. They And also, their products. There's also the Skinergy Beauty. They have, like, products for your skin. There's Uvenia Skin, also products for your skin so many <laughs> that's amazing but yeah. i also use other makeup brands too i use alamar cosmetics which is like uh, another latina owned beauty brand and they're doing amazing things like i like supporting other women because sometimes you know people want to pin women against each other and yeah and i think we're, we're not in that era anymore you know like i think it's all about being there you know it's all about being supportive mm -hmm. and just no matter where your brand is what you know what level your brand is if your brand is not a target or whatever um they still are very supporting and of other people yeah no well that's great because we will have all of those linked in the show notes on the episode including ring of color mm -hmm. Where do you see the vision for Ring of Color going? What's your dream when it comes to the company? My goal is to have a brand that creates this community where people see themselves in and, and, see, and they see themselves like welcome, accepted just how they are, the goal and the vision of it. But product related and brand related, I would love for the brand to be in shelves one day and 
And that way people can see there's a Latina owned brand at Target or there's a Latina owned brand at Sephora, you know, and they are. Yeah. Um, but sometimes there's two things. Like sometimes there's like brands, you know, that are celebrity owned and they catapult so fast, right? And they might I'm be a sure. Latina owned brand, but they catapult right. so fast because of who they are. But there's so many beauty brands, indie brands, smaller indie beauty brands that have women that are amazing and are running these brands and are not seen enough. And they have a mm -hmm. specific mission and goal they want to accomplish. And they don't have the, the power to do that. And th that's where we all come in together and create this community. Yeah, my goal is for Ring of Color one day to be in shelves and to just have a brand that people can relate to and see, hey, if Melissa can do it, then I can do it too. That's a beautiful one. And we'll make sure we get you there because I'm going to try it. Now that I know, I had to do my homework with you helping me. I needed yeah. so much tutoring. And what do you think of my lips? Is this a good color That's on me? It's a pretty color. Yeah, it's like a corally yeah. orangey one. I see in here a huge curiosity. Mm -hmm. And a very much just jump without thinking about it too much mentality. It sounds like you have it in your DNA. It's coming from your life links. Mm -hmm. It's definitely part of you. Did you have mentorship in it or was this self-taught? Yeah, my background is not in business or in the beauty industry. So I learned as I went because I have passion for it. Google wasn't my teacher. Um, and then I started to join these women networks and, and meet people and things like that. And then I learned about like mentorship programs and fellowships and things like that. And I was able to connect with Elizabeth Pierce. I think that's her last name. She has this community called Latinas in Beauty. She started this mentorship program. And I connected with CC Meadows, who's the founder of Prados Beauty, who is doing amazing things right now. So she was my mentor for a little bit and I connected with her and she's amazing and so sweet. That's the way I did it. <laughs> Where did you find these networks? Is this through social media? <laughs> All Facebook? Yeah, like, okay. Through the We All Grow uh, group. So I stumbled with that We All Grow group first and then just like seeing people's posts on their Facebook page or whatever social media they're announcing stuff and then you just connect that way and then they have this other group thing and you know that's it's like a little domino effect you know okay um, okay yeah so you found them through social media as because they were product related and then as you became connected with them and yeah started socializing with them for real you could see the additional network yeah. they already yeah. had in place yeah. oh that's so powerful for women yeah. to know mm-hmm it is intimidating is it having a small business and being the everything for that small business and you're doing it in addition to your full-time mm -hmm. job mm -hmm. that can be so intimidating it has <laughs> how do you get empowered to keep going it's a lot of work and it's also it can be stressful and and sometimes you feel like you start doubting yourself like can i do this because sometimes you don't have enough time in the day but because me in my specific um, instance, you know, I'm not in a place where I can just leave my full time job yet because mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. The goal eventually is that, you know, like that mm -hmm. I want to dedicate full time to Ring Up Collar and build a brand because I have this vision that I feel like it's important and I feel like it, will, it can make a difference and it just can relate to people. 
but yeah, I'm not there yet. So sometimes you get that self-critical thinking and start internalizing things in your head and, and doubting yourself. And I've gone through mm-hmm. those moments uh, where I have those days and those are not fun. <laughs> but again, like you just trying to remind yourself and just take a step back and remind yourself why you started and, and what have you accomplished so far? Because sometimes we, we want to tend to focus more on the negative side. And I have to remind myself what I have accomplished this far. And so it's a lot of internal talking, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, yeah. To be able to get through it. So focusing on the gratitude that you had the strength and persistence to stay with it because you're still further forward than when you started. Yeah. And that's success. That in and of itself is success yeah. then. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Aside from the business, which I'm really excited and I love your vivacity in joining communities and expanding the diversity and the Latino-owned businesses and really helping each other. Um, and we want the listeners to help mm-hmm. support these businesses because we have to replace what's been in existence. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't work mm-hmm. for most people. But what about for yourself? What about for Melissa? Mm-hmm. How do you see yourself moving into your future? I see myself having a lot of time to dedicate to a brand that I absolutely have a lot of passion for. And that would mean that, you know, I would quit my full-time job <laughs> and just, Yay. you know, be at a place that I'm able to do so and then dedicate it to building a bigger brand and expand it and scale it and all that. And, you know, I also see myself maybe creating some sort of group or some sort of community for other people, like other women that struggle with confidence and I don't know what that looks like, but something along those lines. Like, I like being able to help support other women and whatever that looks like, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and I also see myself just, you know, continue to support my other friends that are entrepreneurs and, and maybe have, you know, a family on my own and, you know, and just be who I'm supposed to be. That is the powerful line right there. Be who you were born to be. And finding that confidence through the community. You have a very strong presence of figuring things out. Obviously, you figured out how to do the makeup, and then you figured out how to start your own company, and you figured out how to get the products in. You're very good at identifying the need and how to make it happen. I appreciate that that you're saying it, because sometimes I don't... You know, like, uh, you know how I was mentioning self-critical thinking and internalized and all that. Uh-huh. I never really thought that, but I really appreciate you saying that. Oh, um, for sure. I could see you having a consulting business. One more career. Okay, we're gonna- <laughs> no, let's have one more. <laughs> we have one more career, but I, <laughs> I could see that because uh, I could see where women could come to you and just in conversation like we're doing mm-hmm. now, discussing things and that you would have the ability to go, oh, talk to so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Oh, or I know what that feels like. Oh, have you ever thought about this? Mm-hmm. And just that conversation from a very organic presence, not as a 
mentor mentee or not as mm-hmm. a you know, even a network relationship no we're just talking girlfriend to girlfriend mm-hmm. amiga to amiga mm-hmm. you know let's i could see really opening up people's thinking away like you say from their internal i can't or i don't know how to you already know perhaps each of us probably already knows but having that validation and conversation would bring it out. I could see you doing that. Sometimes when I talk to my friends who also have their own businesses, like sometimes I say, well, why don't you, like I do that, like why don't, I suggest stuff, like why don't you go on about and do this? And they they have mentioned that to me, so I guess I need yeah. to take that seriously. <laughs> so one of the questions I always ask, but I think you answered like right off the bat is, tell us something that we wouldn't guess, and and the zoology just already like blew my mind. Third sentence into the podcast, zoology, like what? It took me a while to circle back to why we were here because I'm like, oh my god, was there something that we hadn't asked of you? So I, you know, I'm an introverted person because I'm very quiet and and I have a hard time speaking in front of like if i'm just with six people we're all hanging together and i don't know these six people but i still have a hard time like just talking unless i'm being talked to <laughs> and and not in like a condescending way or anything like that that's just yeah how, you know i can't initiate a conversation like that but i feel like social media it's um it helps introverted people like so one thing that i would share that i do that probably nobody knows unless you see it somewhere i like creating content so i have like my own beauty brand no not ring of color but like my personal one where i share about products that i use and things like that so i do i do beauty content creation but then i also have a different channel for like games i like playing games like you know like video games and like Oh, no kidding. I don't even want to talk about that. Oh, like the beauty channel. I have a a, a game content channel. And then I I also started recently one, a beauty channel, but in Spanish. Because I feel like, like, at least on my end, like when I'm on social media, like I don't see a lot of influencers or content creators that speak Spanish within the beauty industry. I've seen a couple that I now follow, but I don't see them. Especially, I'm like, I want to be one. So I just started doing that. And so, yeah, that's one thing about it. Oh, my God. I like God. creating content and just posting it there. <laughs> I think I, I like being able to love and learn all these facets of myself, you know? You are such a self-starter. So is there one that you're curious about? Have you found a facet of yourself as yet untapped that you haven't lived out loud? Yes, <laughs> there's one. <laughs> um, Are we going to know about it? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I let this past year um, in September, like I had the amazing opportunity to uh, going to Univision and going to the Spirit America and just share about Ring of Color and, you know, and all that. But being at this- Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Back it up. Let's say that nice and loud and slowly again for the audience, so please. So this past year, <laughs> this past year, um, I had an opportunity that uh, when it happened, I was very thankful and a little emotional, you know, because like I never thought that one, I was 
gonna be invited to go to Univision and talk about Ring of Color and talk about me or and and it was a show that I grew up with. You know, even till this day, my mom still watches the Spin America every day. And um Hey, I sometimes watch it too, but you know, I grew up with that show and I grew up with those people. And yeah, when I when I was there, it was a little emotional because I doubted myself so many times, like, am I doing something right? And Absolutely. So yeah, so that was amazing and that was great. And they were also nice and just good. But being there, because you know how I, I shared that I wanted to yeah. work in TV one day. Like, so when I was there, right. I had this experience and I saw how they like move everything and all this stuff and how everything happened behind the scenes. I'm like, when I was all mic'd up and you know, I, I had my little cute outfit on and everything, I was all mic'd up. I was like, I think I can do it. <laughs> yes. Like in my head, I was like, I don't work in TV. I think I can do this. I can do this. Um, you can do it. Well, Absolutely. So now I'm like, maybe I want to work on TV one day. <laughs> Go full circle. Yeah. Go where you started. Yeah. See, okay. I don't know what the definition of introvert is when it comes to you because <laughs> I see you out in the world like, I'm just going to jump. Melissa's like, I want to go do this. And then you go do it. It's just like, mm -hmm. that is not something I understand for being an introvert mm -hmm. because, <laughs> wow, wouldn't that be fantastic? Yes. Yeah. Talk about more representation. You're thinking all the time, like, what else can I do? What else can I, I do? Because even when I was done with college, you're put in this way where you're just like studying, doing homework and getting ready for a test. And, and I have this assignment, I'll do this. And then after that's, that's gone, because now you're mm -hmm. growing up and you're getting older and life is happening. And me personally, I feel like I miss school. I miss like wanting to learn things. Like, mm -hmm. And I think that's what it is. I think because I don't have school anymore. I guess I could go and get another degree or something. <laughs> but because I don't have that, then I'm like, I was like, well, I want to do this TikTok about this. And I want to like, I want to do video games. I want to do beauty and I want to have my brand. I'm like, like, it's always like a constant thing. Like I want to learn how to do everything. I don't know. I think either I just have a short attention span and I'm always like changing things or I'm just like really curious about learning about stuff so I think you're very intelligent <laughs> and you have this fierce curiosity that just puts you into different realms and then you self-learn mm -hmm. I mean you're a self-starter and you're self-taught you know those are really <laughs> profound personality traits mm -hmm. Your line of product is not just for women or not just Latina women. You're very inclusive. Mm -hmm. I'm reading on your website. You reach out to everyone and part of your empathy. Is that something you experience through your coming here into this culture or the academia? Where does that come from? Is that just genuinely Melissa? You know, coming to a different place and just experiencing different things or whether they were positive or negative, like those just makes me who I am right now. And I like being able to support other people. But with the Ring of Color, yeah, I wanted to have this brand that just welcome everybody because I have friends from many different backgrounds and even whatever their preferences when, when regards to sexual orientation or anything like that. Like I have friends for every, from every different aspect. And so it was very important for me to have a brand also that did the same thing. So. 
lip syncs are all welcoming for men and women and which is again just ring up collar and just celebrating everybody oh i love that i love that so your brand is pure translation in lip products but it sounds like it's just pure translation of who you are and how you live your life out loud and now it's coming out through the lip color so when people everyone wants to purchase product going to your website you spoke there's virtual shopping yeah in order to get the right shade Mm -hmm. and then all the products can be purchased through the website yep they can get ring of color products on ringofcolor.com we recently partnered with uh, Supergree, which is like a TikTok app for uh, beauty lovers. So you can also find us on Supergreat. Um, Verishop.com is another place where you can find our products at. We're just working on making our way somewhere else that you can shop us, but mainly ringupcrawler.com. Okay, perfect. Okay. I'm going to be out there. I have to do the virtual shopping so you can hit me up. Oh, I do do have a code for your audience. Are we giving a discount code? It should be LNXX. So just type LNXX and then you'll get 15% off. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you hear that? LNXX. LNXX, everyone. We get 15% (laughs) discount on this. Okay, now I'm going to go hog wild. So you speak of all this social media. What social media would you like to share with the listeners? For Ring of Color, our social media, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook at Ring of Color, all one word. Then Mm -hmm. my social media is Melissa underscore EEC. And I'm on TikTok and on Instagram. And uh, if you want to follow my video game, <laughs> then that's... I'm uh, totally curious. I want to know the video game. Another thing I'm really horrible at. You're hitting my two weakest points. Makeup and video games. <laughs> that one is um, Mel's Game Room. Pretty simple. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. and my Spanish one. Yeah, that, yes. that's only on TikTok. Yeah, it's Melissa Belleza and then a number two. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we get those all linked up. Oh my goodness. I really appreciate you being here, Melissa, and speaking so much to you as a person. I would have stopped there, but in addition to having Ring of Color and and something that really portrays women for themselves, I love that finally there's cosmetics that are really celebrating women of who they are rather than hide behind makeup. Mm -hmm. I really love that. Mm -hmm. If we have one, we always do a shout out for Latina-owned coffee business because we love our cafecitos. So do you have a shout out you'd like to offer? I do. Um, There is a Café de Olla brand and they're called Soldadera. And uh, it's a family-owned, Latina-owned brand. um, And they're all about empowering women as well. So... Uh, you can get their products at soldadera.com and they have like different flavors and they're all good. And um, you should check them out. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, thank you for that. I didn't know they had that website and purchase power. We'll have all of this on the show notes in the episode. So we'll see all of these links 
also back to the article that will be on our website. And that is where we'll have the um, discount code. We'll do a limited time discount code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fab. You're Thank fab. you so much. <laughs> I think we'd have a great time in yeah. person. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we can always connect again. Yeah. Yeah, hit me up anytime. I love this. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing so much about yourself and your business, Ring of Color. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. I enjoy talking to you so much. It's just like, it's so like flowy. And, and I love being able to share more about me and just sharing my experiences. And hopefully somebody can connect with that or hit me up <laughs> if you want to oh definitely definitely i think with makeup being so personal knowing an owner like you who has so much empathy for the person and then the process that goes a long way in the cosmetic line mm -hmm. <laughs> i love it oh we wish everything all the best for you and thank you so much for providing the discount code for our listeners mm -hmm. and getting those purchases out because Spring is finally trying to get yeah. here and summer's coming. So we're finally getting out in the world again. We want to go out there big and bold with yeah. our lips. Ah, was Melissa not the best? Honestly, I feel that Melissa can do anything given her vivacity and it would always be focused back on helping and healing others. She is a beautiful example of why Latinas are perfect for breaking apart the typical systems and introducing a new way of doing things that benefits the greater good. Latinas are always thinking about how to make life better for others while truly celebrating themselves, living natural to who they are. That runs so deep in Latinas. I believe it's the literal DNA from millennia of compassionate and spiritual people. Take a look at her website, ringofcolor.com, for your favorite lip products and use the special discount code. I would love to see your look in them. So remember to tag Lifelinks on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook with that favorite look. Send some besitos our way as you walk out in the world confidently loving yourself in that Ring of Color lip product. Thank you for always sharing this podcast with your friends and subscribe or follow by clicking on the button of any episode of your favorite streaming platform. It would be a bummer to have missed today's episode for sure. And that's what following and subscribing to the podcast itself always does. Just serves you up the next episode without you doing a thing. Look to our social media stories this week because I'm really curious to understand your own take on makeup and how it makes you feel. What's your own history with it and how you use it to shift your mood. We will bring all of that content forward next week in the Pod Club episode of what you heard here today. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about Melissa's vision for a beauty brand that celebrates diversity by accentuating the true beauty of all individuals. Ah, it's going to be amazing. I don't want to wait another seven days. Until then, step into your truth, ladies, with that beautiful lip look locked in from ringofcolor.com. Ciao! 
Really appreciate the time you take to rate and review the podcast. Get the backstory and what you've heard here today and reach out to us at thelinks.com. That's L-N-X-X. Because it's about time, it's about us. Stay in the groove on our social media at LifeLinks and get ready to make your move, ladies. Viva!